everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. Today, talking is Mavi and Emily. Have you ever wondered how to be a better ally to the LGBTQ plus community? Well, you're going to find out now as we're looking at what students at the United States are doing the 23rd of April. So today is the Day of Silence, and it's a national student-led demonstration where the LGBTQ plus community and allies all around the world take a vow of silence as a protest against harmful effects of harassment and discrimination against the LGBTQ plus community. <laughs> yes, so this day was actually created in 1996 and it is held every April and this year is April 23rd and it's called the Day of yes. Silence. We are seeking to shed a light on what many LGBTQ youth experience daily. So initially is intended to focus on this problem within the school system because it's student-led. So, but it also has expanded into workplaces, universities and sporting events all over the US and some other places as well, such as New Zealand and Singapore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yearly millions of people participate by staying silent for the duration of their day, representing the silencing of LGBTQ students. Yeah, so it is symbolically representing the silence that is oftentimes hurled at the LGBTQ plus students and uh, the people who are participating around the world. They are participating in a protest that it stick. Um, so like it's they just stick tape to their mouth all day when they're at school and they talk to their teachers ahead of time, telling them they will be participating in this protest. And others, they draw the letter X on their hands to mark the day. And at the end of the day, all of the participants, they join together and they break their vow by uh, taking part in rallies or attending different types of speeches or within just going with a group of students at the school and reflecting about how their day went with the protest. Yeah, and unfortunately, I feel like homophobia and uh, hate speeches against gay people are so normalized, especially with uh, coming from teachers and coming from parents that we just have to do something. So maybe by staying, 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 staying silent, that will um, cause someone to think and consider this as a real issue. Uh, because many people don't think it's a real issue um, because of all kinds of reasons, but we have to make people understand and that we have to sympathize with all kinds of people and respect all kinds of people. So I personally think that this is um, really important. And as I said, since it is also not only the US, but also in New Zealand and Singapore, but because of the COVID pandemic, students are advised to take uh, virtual seminars and start conversations about this on social media instead. And it is something that has to be spread out and we really have to raise awareness about this because young gay people are suffering every day and it's not only mentally but also uh, for their safety and health reasons especially during COVID and a lot of um, doctors refuse to treat trans patients 
and there's a lot of safety reasons involved on gay rights so that's why we have to keep protesting in any way is valid but we are here to know how we can be better allies so we can start by doing this on silence day but also much more um instead of taking a part in a protest we can do much more we can go to virtual seminars this is really really important uh try to talk to other people and learn from uh, people that are from the lgbtq community because we have to listen to them to understand it better also yeah going back to what you said on being safe there are so many people that miss school and skip out on classes due to them not feeling safe and due to having an unsafe environment at school and we really need to change that because school should be a place that is safe for everybody to go and learn school is specifically for you to learn and should not discriminate against anybody it is just for students to learn and i feel like it should be a safe place, but it is not for many people. Yeah, so uh, what about if we talk about the history of the Day of Silence now, just for curiosity? I can start by saying that it was created in the University of Virginia by Maria Pulizetti. And it, she created it exactly because she saw that, that the LGBTQ youth were consistently being silenced and ignored by, as I said, parents and administrators, um, teachers, and their concerns and complaints were falling on deaf ears. So she created this day. It was supposed to be a one-time event held in the Pride Week uh, of the, her university, but she believed the day would promote awareness among those who have not been tuning to these issues. Um, so it kind of persisted and and went not only on her not it became a tradition not only on her university but on many other uh, places yes and i believe the year after she uh created this it became national with over 100 institutions participating in this protest and within 2000 the year 2000 i think uh, the organization GLSEN, um, which is one of the largest LGBTQ plus education networks in the US, they adopted the Day of Silence as one of their projects. And up to this day, students are still participating at all levels. So middle school, elementary school, high school, even universities. And these participants, they choose to wear the tape over their mouths when they go to school, or they have the X on their hands to call further attention to the day of silence. Yeah, so the whole, whole point really is to surround people with silence that they can help but notice and ask what is going on. And that's how we raise awareness. That's one way, of course. And at the end of the day, the silence is typically broken with a rally or a speaking event in which all participants end their vows together. So although some schools unfortunately uh, oppose to this uh, action because it's disruptive and most schools support it and I think they should support it and they should allow students to active, actively um, fight for what they think it's right. 
and yeah, and they should encourage participation. Encourage participation. So today, there are over ten thousand institutions registered as participants in the Day of Silence, and all fifty states are represented in this number, as well as a number of other countries. Um, as Day of Silence continues continues to grow, more and more people become aware of the issues that the LGBTQ youth faces. So this solidarity demonstrated the importance that Day of Silence came to be. And it proves that the time for hatred, hatred and oppression is over and it has to be over. And instead, these are replaced by care, compassion and love. So, which is something that the world could always do more of, no matter who or where you are. We really need care, compassion and love for everyone. Yes, especially during the pandemic, we could all use a little bit of extra support and it is very important to voice your concerns and help others when you realize that they need help. And don't forget to always try to be a better ally and listen to the LGBTQ people around you and influencers or everywhere you can listen to them because they have really meaningful things to say and we have to listen. So some traditions of the uh, day of silence would be the silence, obviously, and the LGBTQ plus community and its allies use this silence um, that they are subjected to as a way of highlighting the issues that they face and promoting the rights of the LGBTQ community. I know a lot of people, they believe that silence is the opposite of what you should be doing and that it's not helping matters um, because they just don't understand that the reason behind the silence, they think you're trying to be silent and that's how you confront these people who are discriminating. But the reason for the silencing is actually a very powerful message in a way where we are highlighting the issues that the LGBTQ plus community faces by being silenced every day. Yeah, that's actually a really valid concern that I thought of when I first heard of this. That's how can staying silence be better than speaking up? But actually, it is uh, important because other people will notice there's something wrong and being a better ally to the community is something that I think about constantly and sometimes I feel like I'm just advocating and spreading awareness where I should be doing something more meaningful or protesting but it's better already to start and I am trying to actively um, go to seminars and try to find out what's the best action that I can take. But we'll talk more about allies and how to be a better ally um, later. So right now, I think I should talk about some statistics just so you guys can understand um, a little bit of the problem because homophobia and um, hate speech is a big problem, but we can start by saying some big numbers as well. So, um, one in eight people are the number of LGBT people who have experienced unequal treatment from healthcare staff. So, as I said, this is not only ridiculous, but it's so dangerous because there are doctors that refuse to treat people just because they're trans. 
and it's like the health risk is big and it shouldn't be so you really ask yourself why is this happening and it's only because of homophobia and maybe another uh, statistic is that 46 percent uh, is the percentage of lesbian gay and bisexual people who are open about their sexual orientation with their family so not only people suffer um, this preconception from uh, healthcare staff, doctors, and authoritative figures, but also from their families. So I don't, I have no idea what it must feel like to not be able to be yourself with the people that are supposed to take care of you forever. So that's, yeah, with the people who are supposed to love you unconditionally. Yes. Um, and then you can't. Another percentage similar to that um, would be in the workplace, only 43% of the LGBTQ plus um, employees have not revealed their orientation at work. And that just goes to show how much of an unsafe environment the entire world is. If these people can't feel safe at school, they can't feel safe with their families and not even at work. It's just gathering up the percentages are gathering up and there's so many people who feel like they cannot be who they truly are because they will get discriminated against or something will happen to them at work or at school they will not get what they deserve to get because of how they identify yeah and it's also so weird that sometimes we forget that people who are gay are did like in a disadvantage in so many ways and also like one in five is the number of lgbtq women living in poverty so it's ridiculous that just by being who you are like you have these disadvantages and it sometimes it seems like in our bubbles we don't uh, think about what is happening but it's really important to uh acknowledge that this fact is still happening and even though it's wow it's 2021 and still pretty much not everything has changed and we still have a long way to go and yeah we have to start change somehow yeah uh, change it starts off small but it grows bigger so anything you can do will help even if you feel like you're not really doing much I promise you it will help just try and do as much as you can like attending these seminars that have you mentioned earlier and participating in these protests it sounds super cheesy but like actually if you're with your friends and they say something that's homophobic or very rude to LGBTQ plus people like you have to say like dude that's wrong and we have to be we have to start breaking this pattern like you have to talk to our parents that when they see gay couples kissing on the streets they say like they start to laugh we have to call out on our parents and the people that are close to us because we can't tolerate it anymore we're not being rude we're being like human beings you know but yeah that's something that personally i hate when people close to me say something homophobic and i'm like no that's a pet peeve yes i feel like we should not only call it out 
but also educate them because a lot of times people are being like this because they're simply uneducated. They do not realize that they are being offensive or rude. A lot of times they just never learned. A lot of people, they grew up in a lot, like in very conservative families and never learned about these things. And I feel like they kind of need the benefit of the doubt and we should educate them first rather than just being rude and uh, telling them to stop. We should tell them to stop and educate them why they should stop. And then they will learn and they will better be able to stop other people from making these homophobic. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also be very patient because sometimes old people don't want to learn, but we have to be patient and keep explaining until people learn. Yeah, so I want to end this podcast off with talking about what an ally is, because we mentioned it a lot during the podcast. And maybe if you don't know what an ally is, it is an individual. So it's someone who speaks out and stands up for other people that are targeted and discriminated against. And in this case, we are talking about the LGBTQ plus community. And so they um, allies, they like work to end oppression and they support uh, they support others by advocating for the people who are being uh, discriminated against, and they do this by attending the seminars, by doing these protests with everybody else. Yes, so what I think a good ally is, first of all, you have to be open and always supportive to the LGBTQ people around you. You have to be constantly educating I know it sounds exhausting but we have to be constantly educating people on what basic human decency is we have to listen to gay artists and support uh gay local businesses and stop fetishizing uh homosexuality and stop uh, looking at it as if it was uh, something out of this word, world and stop fetishizing lesbian uh, women or, or also uh, going against people that don't like, not going against, but always educating people that treat trans women or trans men differently. So there's a whole bunch of things that we can do to be better allies. And I hope you guys think about it and really consider it um, because this is an issue that matters a lot to me and I'm sure it matters a lot to Emily and I hope you guys can consider it very much and thank you so much for listening to us today. Yes and stay tuned for our next episode which will be coming out soon and let us know if you have any questions. We are here to answer any questions that you have about the LGBTQ plus community and the day of silence. We are wanting to help others understand. Yeah. And also we are working on understanding it ourselves. So, yes. Yeah, it's a learning process. But thank you for listening and goodbye.